We all know that in the 07-08 season, Derby County set a record for relegation with the lowest number of points, with 11. But can you tell me which team has been relegated with the highest number of points? This is the Ball and All podcast. Welcome to the Ball and All podcast, episode 53. You're here with myself, Flows. BNF, Ben no filter. MK sends his apologies. We've got family attendances to be attending to. <laughs> family attend. <laughs> what the hell's going on? Is that how we're kicking off here? Yeah? All right, all right. That's it. That's it. What's been good, though? Good weekend? Yeah, well, same like last week when it comes to the football week. It's enjoyable, but the FBL just... It messes up your emotions. Yeah, now nah, we'll get to we'll get to the fantasy league. We'll get to the fantasy league. It's it's not yeah. that time. It's not that time. So yeah, obviously Derby only got eleven points, but which team has been relegated with the most points? You know they talk about that magical what is it forty point mark? Mm-hmm. They say once you get forty points, you're safe. They actually got forty nine points and were relegated. Oh wow. Okay. Um. First clue. What league are they in now? They're currently in the Premier League. They are okay. in the Premier League now. They've come back. This was actually 92-93, the first Premier League season. <laughs> Fuck no, I'm not going to know this one, but they're in the league now. They're in the league now. They're okay, not I'm a newly have... promoted team. They're not I'm going to give promoted. you three teams. All right, cool. You could just choose your pick in it. Whatever. All right, all right. Let's see. I'm going to go with Crystal Palace, mm-hmm. Fulham. Yep. Fulham are um, currently in the league, bro. Oh, what am I saying? <laughs> Fulham. <laughs> Crystal Palace, sorry, I want to say West Ham. I don't know why I said Yeah, that. West Ham, yeah, yeah. Isabel is West Ham, and I'm going to go with Newcastle. All right, cool. So one of those three is correct. Okay, I'm going to pinpoint that down to Newcastle. You're going to pinpoint it to Newcastle. Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace had 49 points, but that was uh, that was when they played more games in the league as well, and there was less teams, so swings mm-hmm. and roundabouts, isn't it? Oh, they're good, they're good teams to pick from then. Because I was thinking, yeah, obviously, yeah. there's Norwich and one of Norwich has obviously been in the league before. I was like, who's been up and down that much? That's why I pinpointed Newcastle because I'm thinking, that's. The, I mean, look at what they're doing now. If that's the team that looks like they're ready to go down dreadfully or Bruh, just about disgusting. doing enough and not doing enough. So, nah, anyway. it's disgusting. It's, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to Newcastle as well. Like, um, I want to rewind it, though, take it back to Wednesday, Super Cup. Before we get into game week two, let's talk about the European Community Shield. Yeah. Because that's what it is. Like, I mean, taking it from how the game was, well, Liverpool's first game and then obviously Chelsea's first game, what, what did you take from it in terms of differences in team? Like, I thought Liverpool, I don't know, it's, 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 it's a case of starting slow again, although they got an early goal. I don't know, the fact that Chelsea's game in comparison to how they played with Man United mm. last week to how they played Liverpool just seemed to be a bit more up-tempo. But I guess maybe it's the personnel they changed up, like having their main squad back in. Because the first, well, the game in United had a lot of second stringers, you can call them, although they are. Yeah, but was there actually, that much difference? I know, obviously, they brought Kante back in. They brought Kante into the starting lineup. He wasn't in the starting lineup for the United game. But they still. Oh wait, did they start with? They started with Giroud in it instead of yeah. Abraham. Yeah. The back line was the same. Midfield. They started with Pulisic, which they didn't start with as well. Oh yeah, they didn't start with Pulisic. Ah yeah, so that's it's, true. It's those that's little true. changes, I'm thinking. I mean, most of them were commented on before. Like, technically, your first game of the season, although you maybe you had injuries, injuries and whatnot, you should start with your best team. So to start with yeah, like mountains, but this time obviously. He's put the big guns in there. Even William, whether he's fit or not. I mean, William not starting is a thing because people don't rate him, but he's a good player. William's a very good player for them. Like, he's right. never got his... Yeah, he doesn't get his respect. Um, yeah, but for me, yeah, Chelsea upped their tempo massively. Liverpool didn't really. Uh, for me, Liverpool played the same as they did in the Champions League. It's just the fact that Chelsea were a more experienced team to take advantage of it, whereas Tottenham didn't. Like... I saw a lot of similarities between their Champions League game and their Super Cup game. Uh, first half, mainly. They they picked up in the second half, but passes were just going astray. They weren't keeping the ball for more than a couple of seconds. It was it was sloppy. That's what I was going to say. Um, with that, obviously, they started with Ox. 
Yes. And then obviously yeah. they conceded. So second half they went back to their normal sort of lineup with Firmino back back up there, and then you know. Yeah, that their front three. Yeah. yeah, a bit more of the usual, and they got a goal straight away in what three minutes, second half, and then yeah, I mean it became a. I mean the game was still interesting. No, it was a very good game. It was a very good game. But I mean, if you, I mean, I mean, Lambs couldn't do that much. Taking off Tammy Abraham, bringing on Giroud, or bringing on Tammy Abraham, taking off Giroud. Sorry, bringing on Mount. That surprised me, but Mount. I don't know. It's still time to talk about Mount. He's I still mean, fresh in the scene, really. I the thing that kind of surprised me about Mount uh, was I I was when 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 Lampard brought him on I was kind of looking forward to it because I was like everybody's tired this man's gonna run at people he's gonna he didn't really do nothing like I feel like he was a bit hesitant I feel like he didn't really like I feel like if he'd have really like busted a gut they probably would have got a goal out of that and stuff like that but I don't know yeah for me the only thing about Chelsea was once that goal went in once Mane scored that first goal they got flustered that back line was nervous they need Rudiger back to be honest like Christensen and Zuma can't play together you can play either one of them man with Rudiger but those two together is too inexperienced. What do um, you think of um? Well, they're not playing him anyway. Rudiger just stayed on the bench. But I was going to say, yeah. what do you think of Pulisic in terms of replacing Hazard? I, so, in terms of Pulisic, and um, I'd say he was very good in that game. He was very good the, the, when he took part. Obviously, like he split the defense with that pass for for the Giroud goal. That was amazing. Um, Looking over these three games, looking at the United game, the Liverpool game and the Leicester game today, he's very willing, he's very energetic, but sometimes I feel like he's just, there's no, he's, he's not really doing anything. He's mm. running around a lot, he's getting the ball a lot, but he's not having much impact. And obviously that'll come with time, he's, he's a young and he's new to the Premier League, but I feel like he's wasted a lot of energy without having as much impact as he could be, because mm. we can see he's got the skill and the talent there, he's just only seeing glimpses of it. Obviously, like, um... A good show of penalties. I mean, a lot of good penalties until the last one. But then obviously that's all been marred by the whole racism thing for a 21-year-old. Yeah. And here we are again, bruv, just talking about racism again. It's, bruv, it's, it's mad because basically I see the penalty is just an excuse for racist people to finally be like, I can say something now. Because like... Yeah. Missing a penalty ain't nothing to do with race. So if that's the first place that you go to, like, you're not like, oh, you're a prick or you're a shit footballer. That's the first place you go with it. It's like, take skin colour. Like, you were just waiting for any excuse to let off like that. All right, so that's the big game from midweek. Why don't we look at the big game from this weekend, game week two. Man City, Tottenham. <laughs> Obviously, the big, uh, the big thing for this game was VAR. The 12th man for Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> Rob. And the thing is, though, it's not even... It shouldn't be a big thing because it was straightforward. It was very yes. straightforward. Um, and again, you know, it's the same as same as that Champions League game. City rescue it in the dying minutes only for VAR to come to Tottenham's aid. Um, but for me, everybody's going on and complaining. But again, look at the law. It's the law that's the problem. They use VAR, they brought it back, they saw a hand, they disallowed the goal. But that's the thing. It's, I do get what people are saying about the harshness. The, the one thing I'll say for that is the fact that if it touches an attacker's hand and it drops and they get a goal, it's fine. Mm. The fact that if it touches a defender's hand, it's... Um, I mean, if they touch an attacker's hand and they score, it's, 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 you know, a, it's, a, yeah, it's a foul, yeah. free kick or whatever. But if it touches a defender's hand, it's fine. That is definitely an advantage to defence. So it in is. terms of the rule, I agree with the rule. Fair enough. If that's what they're going to do, fine. But in terms of that bit, it's an advantage to the defense. You shouldn't. You should have it have it in a fair way. Where if it touches the defender's hand, whether they knew it or not, it's a penalty. But then they'll say, obviously, the defender didn't know. So then, how can you do that for the attacker if the attacker clearly doesn't know? So is I, I do get the bit where they say it's harsh. The the VAR is not the problem because they just show you what you can't mm-hmm. see yeah. real time. But the rule, there's definitely something wrong with that rule. I agree with that. They need to look at that properly. Yeah, it needs to be the same for both. Like, I don't get how you can say, like, oh, yeah, if an, if a hat, if an arm touches during the build-up, yeah, no goal. But if an arm touches during the build-up defensively, then there's no penalty to be given. Either both of them need to be penalised or neither one does. In my yeah. mind, I think neither one should be penalised because if you're going to start penalising, if you're going to start penalising for every time the ball touches a defender's arm, there's going to be hella penalties. Yeah. And then if you start trying to look at intention 
that's that comes down to the referee's bias and then that that kind of that you know the referee might be like oh this player probably meant it this player probably didn't so for me i think just no unless you're going to throw like an indirect free kick into it for like a, a penalty but even that is it's too messy because i'm thinking um in terms of the intention i think that's better because like you said obviously same with um with the intention is all about how far you can use those rules, like how far the hand was from the body, whether or not I'm mm. jumping. People have jumped with their hands straight down. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in any case, um, with that, you've got the VAR to look at different angles and say, okay, we think it was intentional, or not. and that's down to those refs to decide that. And I'll be fine with that. Actually, but, that's true because so, you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. That if a guy's arm the pitch won't see it probably, mm. so the VAR will give you that extra benefit of the doubt to have a better look at it. So if, so as it stands, I think, yeah, that definitely that would be a better rule to have because then you can say the defender meant to handball it. He didn't, no foul, foul. Same with yeah. the other one. But now if it's just, it touches your hand, it's a foul. But it doesn't, if it touches the defender's hand, it's not, then it's ridiculous. Bruv, you know this is all Omri's fault, bruv. <laughs> ever since that, oh, ever since Omri, ever since Omri did that handball against Ireland, bruv, like, this, that's that's where this all stems from. This way, that's where this is where it all stems from. But so yeah. the hand of God weren't good enough. A black man had to do it first. I'm like, wow, <laughs> give these guys a chance. <laughs> Bro, they barely had TV cameras when it was hand of God. In there. <laughs> I wonder how long it took before they realized hand of God. Probably to the end of the game, no? Yeah, it must have been when they were. So they've seen back it, it for the replay. So they've seen like, oh, he's done us. They were actually that shit to replay with a f- big flash saying replay, replay, replay. <laughs> yeah, back to uh, back to the back game. To the game. Yeah. Another thing about that game, Tottenham. Where the hell? You know, I'm. You know, I'm not even gonna name him first. I'm naming this guy first, Raheem Sterling, the best English player. It's, okay, I'll say in the league, but best English player, hands down, consistent. Yeah, bro, this whole season, Harry Kane was just missing the whole game, but he's seen as like you know the answer to English football. He's not. He's. I don't know. I like dude. I like Harry Kane very much, but geez, when when you're playing the kind of game like football you play, Harry Kane is not really the guy you need anymore. I don't know. It just seems. I mean, even the last game they played, he wasn't that great. So and he still got two goals, but this game was really telling. Like, where the hell were you? When the but, whole team needed you. I mean, the whole team needed everybody. It was because I'm going to be honest, like no disrespect to Tottenham. Like they, they gave a good account of themselves. But that first goal was a bit lucky. They caught Edison off his... Uh, maybe not lucky, but like it came out of nowhere. Um, yeah. And the second one, the second one was a very good goal. But again, sloppiness on City's part rather than Tottenham forcing the game. Yeah. Mora came on. Nobody's picked him up. I guess you know they they don't know who who's marking him or whatever. Who did he come on for? For Winks, there was like a midfielder for a forward. So I guess they yeah. hadn't shifted their ideas. So I, I, think, I feel. But like... I think that's when he shifted it, because I think when he started with Winks, it was like three, a, a, like a flat three. Winks in Dombele, and I forget the last one. Sissoko, Sissoko, yeah, Sissoko. Then that yeah. three, but um, when he changed it, taking off Winks, made him off a four-two-three-one. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get that. So then, yeah, they had a bit more of a push. Yeah, but my thing is, obviously, Tottenham have just bought an attacker on and they've just got a corner. Between themselves, the City defence should be saying, all right, which one of us is picking up this new attacker on the field? Obviously, with Winks being a midfielder, he was probably sitting a little deeper, wasn't really getting in there for the headers. But now that Mora's on, City should have turned to themselves and, you know, is it Laporte, is it Otamendi? Which one of those guys is saying, all right, I got him? And I don't think anybody did that and that's how we managed to sneak in. I think maybe it's just probably how quickly it happened yeah 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 of course but you know if you those are the fine margins and you know it cost them the game it cost them the game because i you know if that goal hadn't gone in i don't see tottenham as having got another one mm-hmm. oh you see aguero weren't happy coming off Bruv, he fully had a about? full spat with pep what i've never seen a, about, oh maybe bro? i've seen him like that but you don't want to see your top striker doing that and then obviously Yasu's scored but didn't but then during that scored period it was all <laughs> it was happy like, and tribulation yeah, like exactly. ah it's cool it's cool we're all good <laughs> and then when he realised he wasn't good he's looking at him like what what the hell's going on <laughs> take back these fucking hugs and kisses <laughs> bro I don't like I uh, just and to be fair like Aguero was lively for the game and obviously he got himself a goal but you know what your your number was called your number was called bruv and you know like 
you're kind of a, we're, we're at the point in time now where do you question Guardiola, what Guardiola's doing? I know you are a player and you want to play, but you know what he's doing is in the best interest of the team. Like there's like, you might be vexed about it, but there's no need to get that vexed. Just be like, all right, cool. I would have preferred to play. I don't know. Even with um, Super Sterling over Kane, we've we've got De Bruyne sort of looking yeah. like his old self again. That's whipping him it so easy. Bro, whipping That's... excursions, bro. He, worked, he, he sort of looked up really quickly and then looked back and then he didn't look back again. He looked up, saw where the players were, yeah. looked up. I'm not sure who gave him the ball, whether it's Bernardo Silva or not. And he didn't look back again. As soon as the ball was rolled to him, man just... Bro, he hit it first time. It. Oh, first brilliant. time. Perfect. Yeah, he was on fire. Like, it was... The only thing that was missing from his game was, like, he couldn't score for anything. I see him take a couple... And that was another thing, though, that I noticed. And, like... It seems a bit stupid to be to be cussing off De Bruyne after you had that banging game. But there were two or three times when they were 2-1 up, when man yeah. was like, yo, I'm getting myself that goal. When Aguero or Sterling were in a better position, if he lays it off to them, they're basically it's just them versus the goalkeeper. Yeah. So that was a little, that was a little booky. But bruv, that first, that first assist was mad. Like you say, it was a first time touch. He didn't have to look again. And this is what is ridiculous about City. Is like yeah. they know each other that well because he knew they were going to make that run because he didn't whip it to where they were. He whipped it to where they were going to be. Gonna, yeah, exact man's looking in the future. He's doing some, <laughs> I don't know what to call it, some Inception, some Back to the Future. If you've seen Dark on Netflix, brilliant series. He's doing them kind of things that he knows what's going to happen already. Exactly. But, okay, I'm, I'm going to use this to take it to Twitter. We had a poll or MK put our question. Yeah. Trent Alexander-Arnold, Kevin De Bruyne, Stephen Gerrard, David Beckham. Rate these players according to the crossing. So who's number one to four? What, what do you say, Flows? Uh, bruv, give me those names again. Give me those names Trent, again. Trent, yeah. Kevin De Bruyne, Steven Gerrard and David Beckham. All right. Trent is bottom of the list purely because of the, the amount of time. Like, no, there's no judgment here. It's yeah, calm. yeah, nah. Well, Trent is bottom of the list purely because four. of the amount of time. De Bruyne probably comes in third because... Uh, I mean, if we're talking about somebody that you want in your team with his injury history, like... No, not, we're not uh, talking about somebody you want in your team. We're just saying on crossing ability. On crossing ability? Oh, yep. still. No, whether they fit the or not, it's just... All right, all right, so just, we just need a cross. cross 90th minute, I need that last minute cross. Um, ah, Beckham's the first one for me, bro. Beckham is actually number one for me because... Mm. Like, I don't think I appreciated how good he was when I used to watch him. He was good, but obviously, you know, playing for United, United were good. They had good players. But, and the fact that he can still do it today as well, bro. <laughs> My man can still do it today, like, madly. So I'd say Beckham, Gerard, De Bruyne, Trent. Trent. Okay, personally, I put, um, I put De Bruyne, or De Bruyne, Brilliant. Beckham, Gerard, Trent. Most people on Twitter saying, get Arnold off this list. <laughs> Shouldn't even be in this list. <laughs> But, um, yeah, but, well, some people agreed with me. Some people didn't. Someone said, I clearly started watching football in 2014. <laughs> All right, bro, people love saying them things now. But that's like... the thing. I think um, I kind of I kind of see where they're coming from because similar to what you've just said about David Beckham. But you've put De Bruyne third as well, right? I put De Bruyne a third, yeah. But that's the thing. I'm looking at David Beckham was good. So that's the thing. I'll, it'd be between Beckham and De Bruyne. But at the same time, De Bruyne has been doing it. How old is he now? Beckham has been doing it from... What age did Beckham leave to Madrid? He was doing it at United. And then he he did it at Madrid. He did it at Milan. He did it everywhere, but... He did it everywhere, exactly. He did it everywhere. De Bruyne just seems like he's still got a long way to go. And he's still doing it. Like, he's done it yeah, from deep. True. Now he's doing it from the wing. I'm not sure how often did Beckham do it from deep like that. Besides nah, there was a couple times. I think, again, it was more of a... It was more Remember, of De Bruyne's thing, main thing... His main thing was mainly from deep, if I'm correct. Yeah, no, it's true. And like that first that first one was from deep as well. That first those first was seasons, from... those first yeah. seasons or second season he started and we we're like, yeah, De Bruyne is the guy. It was mainly from deep. And then obviously some of them came from the side. But now, well, those two ones, obviously just today. I mean, yesterday, but yeah, those yeah. two are obviously showing his ability even more. But mm, maybe I am being a bit... I just, yeah. I, and again, the thing and is as well... De Bruyne recently. De Bruyne, and I don't really, to be, yeah, like, I wasn't really, obviously, didn't really see him at Chelsea. I know... Oh, Gerard, you ain't that good. Gerard, now I'm thinking, uh, Gerard, I'm thinking of free kicks. Gerard wasn't that, that Gerard, Gerard, Gerard could cross. Gerard was passing, but Gerard, he's like yeah, a, just a better, not... slightly better carry. Like, carry could cross, give you the ball, like, 20 passes, carry could probably get, like, three on point. 
No, like Gerard could play a long ball shabby. rather than a cross, mm. like a cross field pass rather yeah. than a cross. Um, no, and the other thing I'm saying for Becker, yeah, like at Wolfsburg, De Bruyne was coming in like with his goals. He was banging bare goals and making bare runs forward. Again, he is in a very super city team. Mm. He's in a very super city team. And like I say, we know Beckham can, has done it on multiple teams. Multiple teams. And De Bruyne is on that wavelength with his with the rest of his team. Could he still take it to other teams and do that? I mean, he probably could, but I'm going to take the certainty over the speculation. Fair enough, fair enough. And I'll, I'll, I'll shout out at YGRW underscore Raph Wald Michael. He's got similar. <laughs> he's got a similar list to use, but he's put Bex, Kevin De Bruyne, Gerard. Yeah, I'm changing mine around. I'm changing mine to match that. Yeah, if yeah, if, if yeah, if he seems like he's got that on point, but yeah. All right, what else has been interesting this weekend? Let's say, uh, should we take it to Arsenal? Should we take it to the surprises from the relegated side? Ah, uh, let's take it to Arsenal first. There was, right, was you know, let's let's give them their let's give them their little their little shout out their little ten minutes. What is right, it? Don't, don't try and be little. Just give them a little <laughs> shout out, innit? Why giving them a little one? Nah, you know what? I uh, Arsenal I, Burnley. I enjoyed. Arsenal Burnley. I enjoyed a lot of that game. I enjoyed a lot of that game. Um. I heard it was, I think they said during the match, it's the first time in 10 years Arsenal have won their opening two games, which is mad and, like, you should be ashamed of that. But they've done it now, so... Is that a real ago. stat? Apparently, but, bruv, that's... Like, I haven't... I, I haven't. I, didn't, I forgot to go look it up. No, the, the commentator said it. The commentator said oh, it during okay. the match, didn't it? The commentator said it during the match. Yeah, 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 first yeah. First time yeah. they won two in a row. First time oh, they've won their opening two games in 10 years. Wow. Anyway, yeah. 10 years, fair enough. They have been a bit fresh, so... Yeah, exactly. That just shows where they are. But it was a good game for them. Obviously, Burnley are usually like work for them anyway. Like, oh, damn, as well. Burnley are the... Arsenal are the only team that Burnley have never, ever beaten in the Premier League. Really? Oh, no, sorry. Not never beaten. Never taken a point from. Mm-hmm. They've not taken one single point from Arsenal in, like, the whole of Premier League history. One but point? Not one point. Or not three a draw. points. That means they've never beat them. one point. They've never beat, never drawn with them either. Oh, under Sean Dyche, sorry. Again, sorry, under Sean Dyche. <laughs> no, because yeah, you yeah, said yeah. if you haven't beaten them, then you said no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. They've never they taken have... a point. They've never taken a... Sean Dyche has never taken a point of Arsenal. Okay, the so whole Sean time Dyche. Yeah, under Sean Dyche has never taken a... Yeah, he's never taken a point of Arsenal. It's the only team that he's not taken points from. Okay, fair enough. Um, uh, What was the... Impre- I mean... Is, do you think there are... Obviously, it's too early, but is it... You know, for an Arsenal fan, dare to dream. Obviously, I don't think they'll get to the sites of... Uh, obviously, City's drop points with against Tottenham, but it's too early to say what happened. But do you think they can... Well, I did put Arsenal in my top four. Did you know? If I remember correctly. <laughs> did you... I saw you I ended up with United in there, bro. It. I changed it. But, you know what I mean? Like, looking at Arsenal now, they could do a decent job. And looking at how the team is set up. Although, who they play? There was Burnley and who was the, who was the one before? Newcastle, Newcastle. Newcastle yeah. So it's not it's not the toughest of starts, but and they struggled against both now? though. They struggled they, against both teams. Uh, Burnley had Burnley. They they got they gained control in the second half. They gained control very nice in the second half, but they did struggle to cope with Burnley for a little while. And you know, even the the goal that you know the Burnley scored to make it one one was was kind of unnecessary. But saying that. Both of those games show that they've managed to grind out wins. And that's a problem that Arsenal have had over the few years. They've not managed to grind out wins against those teams that they can't break down. Mm. Um, although, to be fair, they didn't have a problem breaking down Burnley. It was another one of those super, you know, super goalkeeping uh, and super defensive displays from Burnley. Well, I, think I, was, I, don't, I don't think they, they not suffered. I don't think they, they struggled to break them down. But, like, I mean, first two games, obviously, maybe you know, take a time to get into the game. But with, mm. like, a player like Cabayos, like, he obviously stood out for me and probably most people because of how, maybe it's just his energy or just that's how talented he is. He's proper trying to showcase it. He was everywhere. He was on most of their crosses. Wow. And he just kept on going. Like, even defending, like, trying to win the ball back and moving on. Yeah. yeah. Um. He, but this is it. He did everything. So he he was attacking, he was defending, he was putting crosses in, he was making passes, he was taking shots. Um, my thing is, and I, um, you know, this is the first game, so like hyperbole coming in now. But if that guy continues, that's that's young, that's PFA, young player of the year, kind of. That's that's those levels. If he could continue with that, he drove that team. And to be a young player on loan, your first start, 
and you're driving the team like that, it's a good look. Because as well, the other thing that I felt was like that Arsenal midfield felt a bit light. Like I feel like they they kind of getting a little bit. Oh, they need some experience in there. They're kind of getting a little bit overrun there. Willikan, he had Willikan Gendouzi behind him, and those two guys, I feel like they don't. Yeah, have but enough- then he did bring on Torreira. No, he brought on Torreira. That's fine, but why not start with Torreira? Yeah, but maybe you will. I mean, these are the Gendouzi, and they're good. They're okay, but mm. it's it's a bit like um the Chelsea situation. Them not fully starting their Pedros and whatnot. But like you said, so over time now he's gonna guys. start. Yeah, he's gonna like start. You, said. I, like, you also said they haven't taken any points, so you just. Yeah. Try, I think he's. You know what th- this season is? Maybe we should double the season of the youngest because every team, besides maybe Liverpool, Liverpool have been doing this since last season, and maybe Man City. Man City's the only one that's not really doing it. The youngsters are trying to come out now. Arsenal, yeah, yeah. United, Chelsea, Tottenham. It's, it's interesting because Arsenal, like. Apart, aside from uh, Chelsea, kind of forced into it, but probably would have done it anyway with Frank Lampard. They probably would have done the youngsters anyway. Like he was probably mm. going to bring that energy in. But the fact that they are choosing to use youngsters as well, yeah. rather than dipping into the market, rather than going with the tried and tested, is interesting. And you know, I don't think he's been like that in the league. No, but even then, I think it's a good mix because no, it's it's a very good I mix. Just, it is a good mix because they've got like a guy like let's say Torreira to come on. Yeah. But then they'll play Willock and then mix it up. So they keep mixing up positions and whatnot. Pepe is on the bench, then they yeah. bring him on. Obviously, he's new. But even before, I think the last game, like I said, he didn't start the game, did he? So no. they he's mixing he's mixing up these kids again, used to a few game times here and yeah. there. Even what's his name? Reese Nelson. Reese Nelson. Yeah. He had a good game as well. He was he was in, he he played well. He linked up well. He did some good passes. He got in there. Niles um, is off, obviously looking like he's cementing his position. Yeah, right back. Is it right back? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now's days. Making now, so we'll two very good games he's had. Um, David Luiz wasn't too bad. David Luiz again. I felt David Luiz just showed us like the reason why he might not be the guy. He was good enough, but there were some mistakes. Of like, bro, like I swear it was in the first five minutes when he passed the ball across the face of the goal. Like when the keeper wasn't even in position, yeah. and then for the goal, him and Gendouzi, the the you know the hair brothers, was caught split apart. Like he had good moments. He had, I think, majority of the game he was good, but there were a couple of lapses that just showed that he's he's not you know he he could co- he could cost them later on in the season, mm. but it was good. Also though, um, we got to see quite a bit of Pepe. Pepe got a lot of the ball. Pepe was doing a lot in that game. Um, did you see him nutmeg? <laughs> did you see him nutmeg Ben me? <laughs> yeah. do, do, do you see a lot of trouble coming from him then? I see a lot of trouble coming from him just because he doesn't like it, seems like he doesn't care. Like, he's like, I'm just gonna move forward, I'm just gonna take people on, and he has the skill to. I know, obviously, he's known as being a goal scoring machine, and I, I don't really see much of him in, in, uh, in the French league, but he's got the footwork as well. He has the footwork, he looks like he could link up with he could like get a little bit of a relationship going up with Aubameyang and Lacazette um, I think he's another one to watch another one maybe to fear okay okay should we move on to the team we teams we were talking about previously with Liverpool and Chelsea yeah yeah Ricky. yeah yeah, yeah. alright let's yeah, look at Chelsea with... first because okay, Liverpool yeah, okay let's say Liverpool Liverpool is more or less light work I won't say light work but it wasn't too bad there was nothing Liverpool out of the ordinary game, changed yeah. the system you know um, getting their, their full team in there with the Firmino, Mane, Salah. Mane got another goal. And yeah, besides that little mistake, or say little, besides that mistake from Adrian, which is costing people flipping points on FPL. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I've been contemplating this week. I'm, dude, anyway, we'll talk about it, but my wild card is coming out soon. But yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just looking like, I, th- I had to think that was a basic game. Nothing really to say there, really. Besides Salah not, Kind of fully showing up. He's Bruv. kind of been the old Salah from last season, where he starts okay, then he's a bit wobbly again. I've got to say now that like people need to start saying, and and I know it, it, people talk about him, people do talk about Mane, but Mane is a far better goal scorer than Salah. Yeah, Salah Salah's probably better close. all round. Salah's probably better all round because he can run with the ball, he can dribble with it. But when it comes to finishing, 
Mane is like it's uh, he's it's not even tight. I think he is he's 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 a bagger. Like he's the guy that they can rely on now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like take Salah out your FPL, <laughs> bring bring Mane in. But the other thing that I wanted to mention was the the Liverpool's defense. Because and again, it's early in the season, so maybe it's gonna take a while for the juggernaut to start going. But like you look at that, obviously you look at Norwich getting in against getting in against them. What was they 15, 15, 12 or 15 shots on target? Um Chelsea scored two goals offside, were constantly splitting the defense, and even Southampton. 15 shots, six on ta- uh, 14 shots and three on target, sorry. Last season, uh, if it when, uh, uh, I've got it written down somewhere, but I think last season there was only one game where they can see where they where a team got more than 11 or 12 shots against them. Oh. And now we're looking at three games in a row where teams are hitting double figures against them with getting shots in, getting at the defence. So that, and again, maybe in the new, next few games they'll settle down or get into their rhythm. But until they do, there's space for someone to take them out. Like, what is it? Isn't Arsenal their next game? Yeah. I oh, think we... Obama Young, bro. <laughs> yeah, but David Luiz, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So but then that's why it'll be a draw, You never know, but that's why it'll be a good game to see who's actually improving and who isn't. But technically, I expect to see Liverpool win, but I think Emery is also improving, so I can't really, I can't really call this game. I, I, I would expect Liverpool to win because they're home. But I would expect Emery to try and pull out something with a game like this. I mean, in terms of, let me see, what's their head-to-heads like? Liverpool won 5 one 4 nil, and 3-1. And that's yeah. with their home games. Even Arsenal at home, they've ended up drawing. They drew 1-1 and 3-3. So, I mean, it'll be more of the same or Arsenal will just about maybe get a draw this time. That's what they can look forward to. I think if Arsenal lose by more than if Arsenal losing like 3-1, 4-1, 5-1 or something like that, I think that will show that they're still way off the mark. If it's a tight game, if they lose it 2-1, maybe even a 3-1, depending on circumstances, we can begin to say, all right, Arsenal are moving forward and they're 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 improving. But again, yeah, if it turns out to be another one of those, because yeah, Liverpool have Liverpool have had their measure over the last couple of seasons. So this will be their true test. Okay, so then Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Chelsea. Yes, well, it looked, you know, Chelsea played a good first half. A very good it looked first like, half. Okay, Mount scored a good goal, obviously a mistake. Mm, scored mm. a good goal. I see Mount, I'm like, Mount, like this dude is still, you know, really trying to impose this guy in the Premier League. Like, this yeah. dude is the guy, but whatever. <laughs> Got the ball, stole it, and scored a good goal. Great finish. But then, second half, Leicester come out, and it just looks like Chelsea were just all over the place. Bro, they've again. They're lacking in the. They're lacking in the finishing. Um, you talk about Mount scoring that goal. Mount had two or three other chances during that game to to grab a goal. Chelsea themselves had six or seven chances to get themselves two or three nil up. And just like the United game, second half it all fell apart. Like Leicester, Leicester made their in-game tweaks. Looks like Chelsea didn't. And like Leicester had them for the whole of the second half. Like. Chelsea were comfortable in the first half as well. Even when Leicester threatened, I didn't really see a goal coming. But every attack that Leicester had in the second half, it looked like something was going on. And it makes you think. At at half-time, I was like, oh, yeah, Mason Mount, that was great, him pouncing on that mistake, blah, blah, blah. But now it makes me think, would Chelsea be able to score without being gifted a mistake from another team? I just just think that the midfield just seems like... The whole transfer ban is affecting them, but also mm-hmm. the players that they even got, even though that's all they could get, like Kovacic game to come back and sign permanently, stuff like that. I just think yeah. they're not the guys they needed. They got Kante in there. They needed a, you know, a prem, almost prem-ready dude. To, yeah, 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 yeah. Just like Barkley. Barkley should have been the one to help him go in, but he hasn't really kicked off since yeah. joining him. And, I mean, Pedro is not bad. William is not bad. They're all good players, but... How far can you get with the same players? You need to change it up and give you know give them some. I mean, you've got Giroud as your main striker. Yeah, next one's Tammy. Tammy is good, but it's a big gap. Tammy's not ready. Old striker ready. and Tammy, who's yeah. still kind of raw. The problem is as well, like Giroud isn't that prolific anyway. We know that, so that puts more pressure on Tammy when he comes on the pitch to do something. Tammy's ready to be a backup. He is ready to be a backup, but he's not ready to be a backup that has to save every game. Like, yeah, it's just going to have more pressure on him. 
I agree with that, but in terms of that for Chelsea, the only thing that I take from that game is Chelsea is definitely not going to be in the top four. That I can say hand on heart. There's not going to be any surprises there. Unless, Unless something I'm, crazy happens. Like real Mazin yeah. happens flipping during the season. <laughs> It has to be a, a Mazza for anything to happen <laughs> Lampard to even end up anywhere near it. But no, I think that's... Because looking at one, it's like, okay, Chelsea, but 1-1 one, one playing... Who did they play? Who was the first game again? Uh, United. Wait. Oh, first... yeah, United. 4-0. Yeah, 4-0, yeah, four yeah, yeah. yeah. And then look at this one. one because one. as well, also, the, the, other thing that, the other thing that I thought about this game as well, were Chelsea that bad or were Leicester that good? Leicester have a lot of things to do. I just, watching them, I don't think they look as great as they did last season. Maybe, I don't know if it's no, maybe Maguire leaving, but mm. that's, that's just so defence. But the attack yeah. doesn't look, I think maybe, I don't know if it's Perez, because Perez look good at points, but... Yeah, but why is he playing on the right wing? He's not even playing Perez in the right position because of Madison being there and stuff like that. So that's that's going to affect them. Oh, well, Perez has played there sometimes when they come on for Newcastle, but I just, there's something just not right. Even Tielemans, the way he's been playing is just... Tielemans, maybe yeah. Maybe now he's permanent... He's doing all right, but sometimes it just looks like I don't know. It maybe it's just a he's not as dynamic. Like, he's not as dynamic as he was last. I want to see him in the next few games because I really rated him. I actually wanted him at United, but yeah, we'll so see. did I. Leicester, yeah. it's time to tell. But Chelsea definitely not making top four. But well, Leicester, we'll see if they improve. I mean, they did better than they did last game. So Chelsea, uh, Chelsea's next three games are Norwich, Sheffield United, and Wolves. So we'll know more at the end of that. With Norwich, they've come in and. Got a guy just called Pookie. He just sounds really weird and odd, but sounds Pookie, Pookie isn't it? Is, yeah, <laughs> man, he's just doing his business. Scored a goal first game against Liverpool. Comes Bro. on, well, he comes against Newcastle, and he's banging a hat trick. He's not playing games. Bro, well, at least Norwich is not playing games. That first, that first goal. goal was a contender for goal of the season. I don't think he'll get it, but it's close enough. Yeah, you might might be goal of the month. Like we'll see what happens. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely goal of the month. Unless anything crazy happens. <laughs> Norwich are playing a good football game. Yeah, yeah, Newcastle, definitely. although obviously people sort of called it, I'm quite surprised they got washed like that. It's disgusting. I'm not surprised they got washed like that because three 0 though. Like, was it three 0 three one? I think it was three one. Three one. They scored a goal at the very end. Shelby, but I'm like, you can't get disgraced like that by a team that's just come up, bro. But like, they started with five defenders on the pitch. I don't know. I'm not 100 sure what formation they were playing, but bro, you're starting five defenders. Playing don't concede too many goals. But five defenders against a team that's just just been promoted. That's just been promoted, bro. That's that's the way you're going. Like they just they didn't have any ideas, bro. And it was yeah, like as well. Like Pookie's a Pookie's a mad finisher, and like if Norwich serve it to him, they will. But there was nothing about Norwich's team game. That led me to think, oh my god, we're dealing with uh, we're dealing with like a another wolves here, yeah. like wolves last year when they were doing it, every man was banging. Norwich are good, don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't say they're playing much better than Villa or Sheffield United are at the moment. But when they're serving it up on the platter, like Pookie's taking those chances, and like for Newcastle to capitulate like that is it's just a sign of things to come. All right, we look at one of the other guys, um, Sheffield. First first win, right? Yeah, first win. Uh, stale game, though. Stale, stale game. It was stale, but it's what um, I did say in the episode we haven't we didn't put out. Sheffield do have a good home record. Or at least yeah. they tried to fortify things at home when they have played. So, I mean, it's one thing to say that, but also Crystal Palace, it just looks like Zaha factor sort of dying out. They lost one Bissaka. They didn't really strengthen like that, so nothing much to say for them. I thought it was interesting that that goal for for Sheffield came from down the right side, and my man left left the right back, <laughs> left there. I was like, boy, would he have done that to Wan Bissaka? The other thing was as well, they were kind of like, yeah, uh, Palace weren't on form. The other thing is Palace weren't really on form. Like, I doubt they would have the same result at home trying to do that to like a Burnley or a, or a, or a West Ham or something like that. But but no, they're organised. They worked hard, and you know, once they got that goal, they shut up shop as well. They did yeah. shut up shop, looking to spring that counter attack. So as yeah, they they're gonna they're, they'll survive purely because they're the most pragmatic of the three teams. Obviously, the last team that we got Villa. There's nothing much really to say there. 
uh, two mistakes, two rookie mistakes, even though one of them was from Tom Heaton, who's, uh, you know, he's not a Premier League rookie. Seasoned vet. Seasoned vet. And he gives away a penalty like that. And then uh, Douglas Ruiz with some back heel to nobody. <laughs> like, that's the thing I was saying about Aston Villa last season was they made silly mistakes. Sometimes they crumbled a little bit under pressure, but it's not going to be as easy for them to recover from it's that not. in the Premier League. It's not championship now. now. Yeah, every team is bad. As, almost exactly, bro. Bad. Exactly. So. Exactly. Although I will say, did you see that goal, though? The Douglas Ruiz goal, bro. That's another contender for goal of the season. That top corner. Bam. I'm about to see it, I think. <laughs> but yeah, flipping. I, I just think in terms of Villa's goals, not Villa's goals, I mean Villa in general, do you think it's a case of the whole um, mix of players they've got? Nah, not even. I don't even think it is. Again, I just think it's just lapses. It's just lapses. Like, so both of those... things they're just building? Because this is at home as well. Yeah, Bournemouth just... didn't play so well the first game, so... Nope. I'm just wondering why... Well, I guess... Ruiz, um, if they manage to score, it's something, in it? Bournemouth is not a shit team. They've got no. good attackers. They shouldn't... They should technically beat them. And after those two mistakes, they... they... You know, they they held their own after that. After that, they held their own. It was just literally a case of two mistakes, two lapses of concentration, and and the game was basically over for them. Um, they gave themselves a little bit too much of a hill to climb. Mm. Um, I mean, bruv, they had 22 shots to Bournemouth's 12. Seven on target to Bournemouth's four, so a lot of those was going wild. But, yeah, but even lacking quality then. But even, even lacking quality, they got a little bit of quality there, bruv. Uh, McGinn and Grealish testing the keeper from out wide, like, and those men will shoot from anywhere, and they'll they'll come close. Um, obviously, they got that Wesley guy; he needs to shape up a little bit. Their 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 striker, but again, we'll see what happens. See if they build. See how they build, because I think they got a couple of difficult games coming as well. A uh, quick shout out to um, Mr. Penn's team, Everton, one 0 against Watford, keeping them clean sheets. You know where they're playing with that. They're, they're, I don't know whether they're going for goals or they're going for the clean sheets, but they got four points. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was uh, again. They didn't really like. Yeah, they just they controlled. Not much the game. about that game. They it's, controlled the game. Yeah. The, the fact that they got they they they're slowly building points. We'll see how far they can get because they've got a good squad. But let me just um yeah that's it. I don't think there's anything yeah. else to say about that team. Time I will mean, tell when they play a stronger squad. We'll see what comes of it. But so far, so good for Everton. It's just bad news for Watford, I guess. Obviously, they've been looked at as they were one of the teams last season. What's that? No points? Two games? They haven't strengthened as well. That's the thing. Yeah, they've not. They've not. What did they? Yeah. But yeah, I think they'll say for Watford, they, they, they're the only team that hasn't scored yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Even the likes of... Like, even the, even the, the newly promoted teams have scored, you know... So, we'll see what happens with them, but I think they might struggle. Oh, sorry. I say that... Oh, is it? Palace Watford as well. And Palace as well yeah, yeah, Palace haven't scored as well, yeah. They yeah. joined the club. I looked at that yesterday, I was like, okay, we'll wait till today and see if Palace... <laughs> see what happens, yeah. yeah. A team that haven't had problems scoring, though. I'm just going to move it along to the Brighton-West Ham game. Obviously, a lot of people saw Brighton as that relegation fodder uh, from the off, even with the new manager. But they're doing bits... They do bits. It's that new manager smell like you always say. <laughs> it must but, be because they're, they're playing a decent game. They're playing a decent game. They're getting at teams. They're not playing it safe. They've had what? Last week, was it Mope scored on his scored on his debut? Yeah, this week, Trossard scored on his debut, scored oh. twice because they wouldn't let him have the first one. So he did it again. Oh. Um, they did very well. Uh, West Ham, again, seemed to be a little bit slow getting out the blocks, but it's a better start than last season. What did they go? Seven games, no no, no points. Sounds like this guy is the new saviour, Graham Potter. He might be. He might be. We'll see what happens. Um, West Ham, obviously, already suffering from the fact that, like, what, that new signing, they, that new forward they signed is is injured, the guy that's supposed to bang their goals. Although Who's that? The job. Uh, Sebastian Aller. Oh. The French dude. He's injured again already. Um, yeah, and also Felipe Anderson as well. Well, at least they got the draw. No, they got the draw, which isn't bad. And it was at home to Brighton, and obviously Brighton were a, a stingy team at home, and that's mm-hmm. you know that's what what's been saving them. So 
Hopefully, we'll see if Brighton can keep I this going. I expect to see a bit more because obviously Armelenko come on. Um, yeah. So obviously he's coming back to finish. I think they've got a strong enough squad. Maybe the strikers isn't the best, but they've got enough attackers to do business. But that's the thing. Even that that striker. I mean, if he can adapt to the Premier League, Sebastian Allah is he's 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 a good striker, and like he he could thrive off of West Ham's way of playing as well, feeding those balls into him. He's even got a bit of a hold up game about him. Could take a few balls in the air and that. They should have enough all round to be comfortably mid table, very comfortably mid table. Obviously, United and Wolves are going to play next for Monday Night Football. What do you expect for that game? For me, personally, I don't know. Chelsea, I feel that game was lucky. Anything could have happened if um, Tammy Abraham's goal went in, or one of those goals went in, then we didn't have to play counter-attacking football and mash up Chelsea. But that, Wolves is a more organised team. And they've obviously beaten United a couple of times already, so who knows? I don't know what to expect. To be honest, I don't know what to expect with United versus any team this season because, obviously, you so know, Ole, Ole went on his big... What's that? So you're not gassed about last week, then? No, no, I'm gassed. Of course I'm gassed. I'm gassed about last week, that 4-0. And, like, you say about if they... Think chose... It was, a like, a 4-0 that says, yeah, we're here. Because if that's the case, we shouldn't be worrying about Wolves. It wasn't a 4-0. Was... Yeah, but even, even, like, even if it was, even if it was a dominating 4-0... Right now, Wolves are probably a better team than that Chelsea team. <laughs> like, they probably are. And, like, I know, obviously, Chelsea had a couple of chances, but seeing the couple of games they've played since then, we know they can't finish chances, so we're never in any danger there. So when we were playing, uh, obviously, when United played Wolves last season, they were already in the middle of that whole fatigue thing and the losses had started and that. But even the first time they played them, they went 1-0 up, couldn't hold on to it. The second time, briefly made a comeback but ended up falling flat. Um, I think United are good enough to take the lead against them. They're good enough to hit Wolves. And if they do, they're not going to give it up as easy as they did last time. It's not going to be an easy game, trepidation, but I think losing it would be bad. I think okay, let's, let's put it, it on the line. Then. Score prediction for that game? Two wall. Two, oh, that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm thinking <laughs> at two wall... Can I see a United fight and just get that 3-2 at the last minute? Maybe that United. Just... You know, no, I'm going to stick with 2-2. Same as what you said, because that's what I was thinking. But I'm thinking more of the typical old United thought of back to scoring last minute. We're not taking no for an answer almost, but you never know. Nah, nah. I think... Depends on what Pogba turns up. Yeah. And what Martial turns up. If these guys are ready to get on the ball, ready to make runs, like we saw Sterling make for De Bruyne, not even... Having to think, I'm making a run to a goal like Rashford did last week. Maybe nah, we'll they're not there yet. They're not there yet. Yeah, that's what I, I can't <laughs> say that's going to happen. But yeah, we'll see. All right, all right. Back onto the FPL stuff. FPL, if you haven't joined the BNA podcast, FPL, the code is L-E-O-0-T-X. That's L-E-O-0-T-X. And that's the free one. So anyone can join just for bands and whatnot. Maybe if the winners winner does something spectacular, may, might throw in something. Who knows? A hoodie. Okay, have a ball and all t-shirt. Or just a thumbs up on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> we'll like your tweet. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, um, we've got the second league, which is a money league. It's £20 entry. The code for that one is 7GPVXI. 7GPVXI. We want anyone and everyone to join. Um, if you join, we'll give you the details, the account number and whatnot to pay in. And the closing date to make a payment is end of August. So put that money in and yeah, winner takes all. Second place gets like a refund. So yeah, that should be good. But looking at the league, I can say off the bat, I think I've had the worst, the worst <laughs> weekend, the worst game week this week. Nah, you haven't. I don't, oh, wait, what are you I'm on? I'm like 18 points. Nah, you're on 22 now. Okay, Michael Shirley's on 18 Michael still. Shirley's on 18. Because Shirley's but... just picking up where he left off. Don't, don't, don't pay attention to number 37. This <laughs> HIV, I don't know. This dude, <laughs> this dude is in the league. 
when I click on his name, who is Jack Arrowsmith, Bro. he's in a league that says fewest points wins. So he's big players that are not playing. I swear you could create another team, uh, bro. Like, all right. He's nah, in but you know what? That says fewest points wins, but I don't know why he joined this. We're happy, to, we're happy to have him, bro. We're happy to have him. And he's the buffer. So nobody has to finish last now, isn't it? Nobody has I to finish last. And my man's gone two weeks getting zero points. So I rate him. As it stands, <laughs> Bems is top of the league. Let's yeah. see if he'll still be top. He can't tell now, but yeah. So far, he looks like he's top of the league, so good on man like Femmes. Yeah, I will shout out no one else. Besides, well, Michael Shirley lowers, so that's it for now. Still early, still early. Like I said, might, might have to be using this wild card. Man like MK, obviously put Pookie in his team, got a little hat-trick, got himself off the bottom, so he's just gone past me. <laughs> I like number 13's um, team name, Pocky Pies. Pookie Pie, I used to I never had that stuff. But yeah, anyway, if you join the league, get some. You start getting interested in let's say in the next two months or so. But yeah, how's your team doing? Uh, not bad. Like I'm. What did you get? How many points so far? Oh no, I did terrible this week, but so far I'm all right. I got twenty nine points. Okay, that's not too bad. I got. What have you got left to play? I got uh, De Gea, Bissaka, Pogba, and Jimenez left to play. That's not bad. I've got um, Bissaka, Martial, Jimenez. I need to get Martial in there, though, man. I just hope one Bissaka can get a goal, assist for Martial, and Jimenez can get, like, two goals as well. Bro, if, so, if it's Martial, one Bissaka gets a goal or an assist, he gives me some points. Because the clean sheet won't help me. That means Jimenez is doing nothing. Uh, what I need points. is... I need a ball over the top from the Haya straight to Pogba into the goal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've heard people say this, like, what is wrong with you? You actually are happy for your team to, to concede just for fantasy football. I'm like, oh, yes, I bro. Need to, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, bro. As long as they people, still win Because the game like this, points. like, what? So you want him in to score twice? I'm like, yeah. yeah. So far as we win it, I don't care. As long as I United win, points. yeah. If United win 5-2, if United win 5-3 and he gets a hat-trick. <laughs> technically, if you want... Even as the score, it's very unlikely United win. You know what I mean? Like getting two goals and not yeah. conceding or scoring that many as well is highly unlikely. With yeah, that's true. But, but anyway, know. we'll find out. It's going to be an edgy game. But yeah, was that it? I don't think it's anything else. I think that's it for this week. There's nothing really been going on in the world of football that I've noticed. No outside news or nothing like that. Now, just besides people crying about. VAR and people, like don't cry about VAR. Cry about the people that are watching it, or cry about the rules. Like there's one thing that um, AKA Cash mentioned. Obviously, he said um, VAR is ruining the excitement. Do you find it that it's ruining the excitement no. of the game? For me? Yeah, I just how, said, how like, is yeah, it ruining the excitement? Score the goal. Let's make sure it's calm. Let's go. That's just yeah. the game, isn't it? Don't. I'm not just because oh, we stop celebrating. I'll still celebrate when they say it's a goal. If they don't celebrate, if it's not a goal, I'm like fuck. I've always said that from day dot. I'll be happy even if it was against United. I'll be happy. That's you've done something that's wrong or against the rules or is offside even by flipping fingernail. Yeah, that's bro. what it is. That's also, and it, it's no different to it is no different to the linesman flagging mm. because like all of these decisions that VIR is making, there's nothing to say that the linesman or the referees wouldn't have made these decisions themselves. Mm. And, you know, when a referee used to go over, stand next to the linesman and they'd be talking yeah. and whispering to each other for five That's minutes. That's all it is. This is exactly. how we evidence. So people need to and It's happening quicker now. Like, yeah. Um, even, even Pochettino had to back down because it saved his life twice now. He used to cuss it, but he's had to back down. All right, cool. That's us done for this week. Join us again next week for more football views and news. Yes, sir. That was Flows. Be an F-Bender filter. Peace.